good vibes Stick the inside the mind of psychic mamas Good vibes Stick the inside the mind of psychic mamas Psychic mamas Your favorite psychic mamas Psychic mamas Hi, you guys, and welcome back to Good Vibes Thick Thighs. I am your host, Gemini211, aka Bad Bitch Energy, along with my co host, Roxy, aka Roxy. Intuitive Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I always look forward to your like introduction because I'm like, is she going to be like with the voice? Like, it's Roxy. Or she's like, it's Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do I do it the same? Oh, you just sound very like calm and like it's Roxy. calm, cool, collective. And then here you have me like, hey, hostess with the mostess. <laughs> Remember those days with the with the when you had like party crews and you'd be like calling the cell phone number or like the beeper numbers with the long message, like yeah, oh, this party. Here's the directions. Okay, so we got a message from somebody, an email from somebody. With a lot yes. of cheese mad that needed advice that just wanted to talk. And it was something that we decided, like, let's talk about this shit because I feel like a lot of people could relate to it or have been in certain situations, things like that. So we're going to keep this all anonymous. We're not yes. spilling the tea with who this is, but I'm going to let Roxy read the email. <laughs> so it came in right after our first episode of this second season where we kind of drifted off a bit. I think the first episode we kind of just chit-chatted like whatever came to mind basically like we didn't have an outline of anything and we ended up talking about like relationships i love it anywhere you look at it relationship whether you're happy unhappy single married divorced widowed whatever like you could everybody could relate to some sort of relationship advice yeah for sure and i feel like that's why we haven't really dedicated an episode just strictly on relationships because we bring it up a little bit of here and there type of thing because it could fucking take forever literally (laughs) so we've been saving this email since then because of our guests and we were kind of selfish about this topic but obviously after we chime in with our two cents we're gonna want feedback from all you guys about it yep i love it let's get raw y'all want to get raw we're getting raw here it goes it's a two-part email because obviously after she gave us a little taste of the cheese man i was like oh my god like what a crazy situation like do you mind telling us more? P.S. Do you mind if we share? (laughs) (laughs) So here goes. She put, I can for sure resonate with cheating. My ex-husband cheated and left me and my son for another woman. Here's the chime. It was one of my friends and I was so clueless to what was happening. I was so naive. Everyone knew except me. I was the last person to know. There were so many things that happened and the universe was trying to help me see what was going on, but I kept reading the signs wrong. I held a lot of hurt for a long time until I finally let go of the pain and hurt. Then in her part two email, please share. It took years to get over the hurt and resentment. To be honest, I tried to drink the pain away and it did not work. And I knew I was not being a good mother to my son by doing that. That lasted a few years. Years went on and the pain was there. I needed to let go because if I carried this forever, I was going to be a prisoner in my own hurt. It has been 25 years since we divorced. And recently I let go and regained my peace. 
I attended a women's retreat earlier this year and I was able to forgive and just let go. I dug deep and asked myself, do I stay in the stage of hurt or let go and forgive? And I chose to let go. I work very hard every day to stay positive and to heal. Learning from my past experiences, I have learned to read the signs that the universe shows me. Sometimes it's not always good news, but I have to accept and move on. I do a lot of self-love and positive self-talk. I know finding new ladies was meant to be. Listening to your podcast has helped me find who I want to be. Thank you. I want to cry for you. I want to celebrate you. I want to tell you, whoever sent this in, that you are a strong ass woman. It takes some courage to go through that. 25 years is a fucking long dang time yeah honestly she was experiencing not only the grief of her relationship with her husband she was also like experiencing grief of that platonic relationship that she had with the person he ended up with that was her friend oh well, quote unquote friend because a friend wouldn't do that shit like come oh on. my god yeah no see like <laughs> you know like i feel like i don't know women were always so quick to like let me just go kick someone's ass and talk shit to that other female right but in reality if you take a step back at the situation it's like equal both ways like you can't just fucking be mad and mean to one to the female that you know slept with your man and then just argue a fight with him and be mad for a month or two, whatever. And then you're still fucking your man or you're still like together. Like it's one of those things where I feel like it's so hard because what do you do in the moment? And then when you're broken and you're not healed and you're not like you're, you're in a weak, vulnerable position. That's where I feel like majority of women stay because you're just, you're broken. And now you're like, fuck, I'm broken. Do I leave? Where am I going to go? I'm a broken, hot mess. And that's where this whole world of like, you know, broken, I don't even know how to explain it. Just like people that live in their misery. Exactly. Yeah. Like the email said, you know, you find ways to cope, which in this sense was alcohol. Some girls become hoes and just go start sleeping around or some girls stick it out. Miserable as fuck. Everybody's going to experience their way of coping with it differently. But I feel like it's like the the stages of grief where they're like not accepting what happened. Yeah. So her her going to alcohol was probably her escape from the situation, not not wanting to deal with it face on or deal with the reality of it per se, because I mean, I've done it before with like not going to alcohol or anything like that, even though it kind of sounded like I was an alcoholic by the last episode, but I promise I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like I could relate to that because I was a stoner for like years. I'm talking like over 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I started because my relationship was so fucked up. It was so fucked up. And I remember like crying so much. Like every day was a battle. Every day was a fight. Every day was something where I was so emotional every day. And I remember just like, I'm fucking tired of crying. What can I do to not cry? But I'm a pussy. Like I don't do hard drugs. I've never tried like anything hard other than smoke weed and drink alcohol. So my cousin was a stoner. So she was like smoke weed because you can't cry. Like it's hard to cry when you, because you, it kind of just like, I don't know, takes away your hydration. I don't fucking know. Yeah. So I did, I started smoking and I was like, Oh, I can't cry. Like this is fucking amazing. Yeah. It numbed the pain. So like when I wanted to be emotional, I just go smoke because then now fucking I'm happy instead of being miserable and crying, I'm laughing at a stupid shit. Cause I'm high as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it became me. It became like part of who you were. 
I could not get up out of bed without smoking. I couldn't like before I go into work, smoke first 10 minute break, smoke lunch break, smoke. Like I was a functional stoner because then I just became so codependent, right? Mm -hmm. To like numbing emotions and feelings because my relationship was so fucked up. And even after that relationship, like when we finally split and I, we got divorced, like for years, even after that, I was a stoner because I used it and I looked at it like it could take away my feelings. Like I don't have to feel for anybody. And I was so hurt. And so, you know, like that grief process that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I was in that forever and I couldn't fall in love for anybody because I was always fucking too busy being stoned out of my mind. So I just didn't have committed relationships other than to marijuana up until two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Two years ago when I got anxiety for the first time, I literally like stopped smoking like that's crazy because you would think that that would help you a lot of people say that but my anxiety is like the best way for me to describe it is you're like a stoner it's like when you smoke the opposite the one that makes your like heart race and all that there's like the downer and the upper I usually take the down like I mean hold on because I'm in Texas and it's not legal (laughs) scratch that I was a hybrid so in between I wanted to be functional but low yeah. Same time. But as long as I wasn't crying, we were all good. Okay. So especially with the last, the breakup before me finding the person who I think I'm spending my the rest of my life with, <laughs> I was in denial. I think I was in denial because I hated losing. Mm. Yeah. And I did really are hard on yourself. I didn't want to lose who I thought he was to someone else. Ah, I think we all think that because now that you say that, I'm like, fuck, I thought the same thing. Yeah. And it took me a while to realize that. Isn't that crazy? Because they were like both, we were in fucked up relationships. And just the thought of another woman having your man, you're like, fuck, no, I want him. But he's a fucking piece of shit in reality. Yeah. So I was talking about someone different, not the abusive one. But with the abusive one, within a month of me leaving the house, he had another girl at the house. Oh, yeah. Posting pictures and stuff on Facebook. And then three months later, someone completely different came out pregnant. Oh, hell no. And he was like being father of the year when he's like just a fucking sperm donor to our son. You know, Yeah, <laughs> it does hit on your pride on your like self-worth on like it fucks with your mind. It fucks with your emotions because you're like what the hell am I worth? Like if I'm not, Mm -hmm. if this piece of shit can't even like want me anymore. Yeah. You know, I remember those moments. Fast forward to another relationship. We, once it started getting serious, he would back up and be like, no, let's just be friends. And he's the one where I was like, no, I don't want to be friends. Like I have enough friends, like, fuck you, like whatever. And then I'd like block him and stop talking to him. And then like a couple months later, okay, I'm sorry. Take me back. And I'd be like, okay, so I'm inside, you know? (laughs) Yeah. After he went in and like got his probably from somebody else. And then he's like, okay, Roxy, I'm ready for you since you're not putting out. (laughs) (laughs) But what's funny is, I don't know, it's just the way things were, like he wanted to be with me, but he didn't. And it wasn't until finally I told him, look, we could still be friends. We Not friends. Let me rephrase that. We could still be cordial. And you could, like, if you need me, you could hit me up. And that was the only way we were, he was able to move on, knowing that, like, I left the door ajar for, like, communication if need be. Mm. 
At least you didn't give it up or like, or did you a few times? I mean, you did. Okay. <laughs> I mean, no, we don't kiss in towel, but it wasn't exactly kissing. <laughs> yeah, it's comfort. I feel like we all do that. Like, I don't know. I do know women that leave and they never fucking look back. But then I know women that leave, but like, there's still that like, once in a blue moon, you fucking still have sex until it's like completely done, gone by, close the door. Yeah. And the, today's generation has taken sex into what it's not, what it isn't anymore. When oh, it's God, actually no. like, it's actually like a sacred experience that you're exchanging with someone. And you know, it's all about energy, right? So yeah, like when you're exactly. intimate with somebody, like you're totally like exchanging energy. So if they have fucked up energy, like you totally are picking up that energy just in being intimate. Like, yeah. I didn't realize that until now that I'm like deep into my spirituality. Like I met somebody and they were talking about like, oh, if you pay attention to all your kids and you look at all their their characteristics, you could and you go back and you remember like being getting pregnant, that era of being pregnant or getting pregnant with that child. If you look back at that year or that moment, month, whatever of like when you got pregnant, right, or being pregnant. And you look at your boyfriend, spouse, whatever, baby daddy, in exchange of that energy, your child was birthed based off of the energy that you both were feeling at the moment of conceiving. Like right. sort of what spiritual Faisal was telling us, Something where it was like, 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 it could be completely different. Yeah. Your energy, yeah. like the situation you're in when you're giving birth and stuff like that. And it's true. I noticed that too. Like if you pay attention to like, the energy of like whoever you're having sex with like the next day think about how your day is is it like are you overly excited are you anxious are you mad are you this are you that like because you literally just exchanged energy the night before i read somewhere and this was back in college i took a human sexuality class Ooh, that's fun it was very interesting and i have a whole other story about that but anyways hold on i'll i'll, I'll save it inside <laughs> um so in that class they were describing the, and this was like, I'm talking, this was like way back in the day before I opened up like this whole spiritual realm of possibilities type of thing. Right. So it was just me learning shit. And it was explained is that everybody has their own scent, their own unique scent that the person you're meant to be with will be attracted to it. Like the person you're meant to be with, what people may call soulmates, what people may call, you know, you're happily ever after, whatever, they're going to be attracted to your scent. But the more you give yourself to other people that aren't meant for you, the more that scent changes. And then the person that's really meant for you won't be able to recognize the scent that they're meant to be with you, if that makes sense. Or yeah, did I just not use this book out? No, that, that made sense. But then I'm like, am I a fucking perra? because <laughs> <laughs> i think of my dog like anytime i walk in the house the dogs are like smelling my ass like I'm like, what are you smelling anybody that walks in my house you guys don't do that anybody who walks in my house my dogs they, are like smelling they ass. do when they know i've cheated on them when i go to like oh, a friend's God. house and there's dogs around or my sister's house and she has a shitload of dogs like i'll come home and they'll be like you pet someone <laughs> So I feel like in a sense, that's how like this book was explaining it, like your, your aura or your sense that you have that you're born with that like the person you're meant to be with will like be attracted to if you you're going around letting these other people fucking pet you. That's very interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look up where I read it so I could read it again and like 
Yeah, because that's very well. You know what? Like witchcraft, they make these like herb smell things that you know how like they say like to bring love to you. So like you put this scent and you smell a certain way, and then like love comes to you. I've seen it happen, but even like not really like doing it purposely. You do that by the perfume that you like. Hey, if you and me were to go to go to the mall and go to like you know. I was going to say Bed Bath & Beyond, but that's not the place they sell perfume and body washes, right? No, Bath & Body Works. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> so, let's say we went there. <laughs> we'll go to Bed Bath & Beyond after. but <laughs> And we're going and we're trying on the same perfume. The same perfume will smell different off of my skin than it will off of your skin. Very interesting. The sensory, like the smell. And this goes into my psychology classes too. Like just a scent of something could remind you or take you back oh, to yeah. place and stuff. And I'm sure it's the same with guys too. It oh yeah, for sure. Guys, we're wearing the same cologne. Yeah. For, for us, sure. it would smell different on each of them. Like we may like this cologne on this person and then on the other person, like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. For <laughs> it's sure. crazy. But it's like a dude, right? Like you could smell a guy and be like, damn, he smells so yes. good. And then you're attracted to that like. Even if he's fucking ugly, sometimes you're like, but I'm a tr-. like you're kind of cute. Like you find those little things like, oh, okay, you have a good body, but your face is ugly. But we're digressing. I'm like, okay, let's go back to our email really quick. <laughs> it's just that's how I mean, we've done it since the first season where it's just like squirrel. <laughs> and then we're like, wait, <laughs> literally. Go ahead. Yeah. Getting over it. I'm proud she did, even though it took the time that it took her. She di- still did it and she should not lessen that accomplishment because of the length of time it took her Mm-mm, absolutely that's a long time but I feel like you know everybody has a journey for a reason yes um, you know I feel like God put us here our creator like we're all here for a purpose and a reason and it may not always be what we want but it's what he wants you know so there was a reason that he kept you single for 25 years. There was a reason that he kept you away from anything for 25 years. I mean, with that, we have free will. So you could have been going against your your will too to like, no, I don't want to meet nobody. No, you're just so damn hurt that you cannot get over it. But I think the fact that you finally took the initiative and in positive ways, like doing that women group and continuing mm-hmm. to do self-love and doing all these things like it takes fucking courage because it does. if you think about it, 25 years, you're already set in your ways. Like you're already accustomed to being on your own, accustomed to being independent, being set in that way. Like you're for 25 years, that's a long time of doing the same shit, yeah. feeling the same thing. So like to change after 25 could, years, that's ballsy. That's it could also be seen as like, it didn't have to take 25 years, but because right. of her free will and because she went to yes. alcohol, It ended up extending that time of her finding herself longer than what it would have if she would have kept on the path that was meant for her highest and greatest good. Right. Have you ever seen like, okay, growing up, there used to be like these goosebumps books where at the bottom of a page, it made you decide like, if you want to do this for this page, I feel like that's how our life is. Like we have all these opportunities, all these webs of connections we could make and all these like pathways that can be taken doesn't necessarily mean there's just a fork on the road and it's either a or b it could be like there's a through fucking z and double digits and all this and just like the domino effect of just one move like a pebble in the fucking water the ripple effect you know maybe that's also why people are scared to make a move because they're scared of making the wrong one well yesterday okay so i did a, a i did maybe about i don't know 10 readings yesterday 
And in one of those was this lady. We kind of got on the topic of life and just like free will, things like that. And she was like that. We're like, I always make the wrong decision. So now I'm scared because I'm like, why are you? You're stuck here. Well, I'm scared. This is the she has her a self made business. Okay, nothing big at all, making whatever she makes, but she's content. And when when I'm pulling cards for her, I'm like, bro, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. Like you have. Like God put you here for a bigger purpose. And she says, I know, but I'm scared. I'm scared to lose it because right now what I make, I could pay my bills. I could feed my kids. I could pay for my car payment. If I decide to take that leap into the unknown, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pay my bills and pay my car and feed the kids. And I think a lot of listeners on TikTok, you've probably heard me say this on TikTok, or if you've done a private reading with me, we kind of, I, kind of talk about it too, where doing what I do in all these years that I've been doing this, I kind of look at life as not a game in a disrespect for me to understand it. Layman's term, like Andrea's way, it's the the game Super Mario Brother. Remember the old school ass Super Mario Brother, like didn't, 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 Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, so, you know, that game, like you play level one, you get a big man. And then I'm not even talking about the Yoshi. I'm just talking the straight original, like big man. Marshmallow. Looking. Yes. Marshmallow. Exactly. Wait. Uh, mushroom. <laughs> mushroom. Mushroom man. Yes, exactly. Okay. So you go through these levels and you get these powers, right? And then like you get three chances. Once you use, you know, you lose those three chances, you're dead. Game over. Start again. I started looking at our lives and our souls as a Super Mario Brother game. So like God, our creator, whoever you pray to, um, he gives us this contract for a soul, right? So our soul has an opt, whatever, a hundred, a list of a hundred things, why we were created to go out into the world to fulfill all these hundred of things. Mm -hmm. So you go and you live your first life. I don't care if you were a damn freaking dinosaur and you died, right? So of those hundred, maybe being a dinosaur, you completed five. So now you have 95 left. And then you're like, okay, your soul goes back up. You're like, okay, God, I'm ready. I learned my lesson. Like, let me go back down and try again. So you come back as whatever, a human, a little boy, and you fulfill 50. Mm -hmm. So now you have what, like 45 left, you know, because you die. We take free will. Anytime you take free will and it takes you to the wrong place, game over. And I feel like our life is the same way, right? Like we have free will and we go opposite of our purpose. So like free will and then boom, game over by sayonara. Our spirit goes back up and maybe you get another chance. Maybe you don't. And this is where like the free, like, you know, old souls come in because mm-hmm. if you're an old soul, it's because you've been in this lifetime multiple, pl- multiple times trying to fulfill that fucking contract that you've made with God to do your, your duty here. And in that lady, it was kind of like, I explained that to her, like, it's like a video game. Like you don't know right from wrong. We find angels, right? And we, those angels guide us. So like yeah. we, me and you, I feel like we are earthbound angels. We guide people to their best, best version of them, the healing version of them, new horizons, different things. And we guide them to that life. And there you go. You go now start living. You let go of fear, just like this email, right? You, She's finding her way. She's listening to the podcast. She's doing these women things. She's following us and like our small little like talks, our, you know, mm-hmm. advice, things yeah. that we're trying to heal. And it's leading you to the, the way of, okay, you're completing your tasks. You could, you're checking off your list, you know, instead of the free will. And I feel like this is our lives. Like we make all these mistakes and it's okay because we're only human. Like we're, we're supposed to make mistakes where we weren't 
created to be perfect. So through those mistakes, we have to learn. And I feel like cheating and lying and like all like right now, our era where like sex is just you just fuck to fuck. Like there's no emotion behind it. There's no I I feel bad. And I tell people all the time, I feel bad if you were if to be single right now, because it's just not a, a life time to be single if you're a committed person if you're a person Mm -hmm. that's not a hoe and cheating whatever like it's fucking hard because every you know you could go on this lady yesterday she's been married to her husband for 44 years and she bawled her eyes out during her reading because i mean she she had intuition was telling her he's cheating but she didn't have proof so then here i come somebody that doesn't even know who you are and i'm like bam wait there's cheating wait 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 wait. what's going on here that sounds exactly like Yes. The girl from the email said that she had all these signs. She was just reading them wrong. And if you recall from our episode with Vettel, where Vettel was like, the universe is going to be sending you all these signs. Yep. If you don't listen, it's going to fucking yell at you. At yeah, some it's the free will. I remember doing a reading a long time ago for a girl and it was a mediumship, but she was, I don't remember who she channeled, but she was asking somebody about the relationship she was in. And that spirit was like, you've been cheated on. And she was like, well, I don't have proof. And literally through mediumship spirit was like, you found something in the trunk. And she was like, I found I found a pair of underwear. And I'm like, there's your proof. I don't know how much more crystal clear it could be, you know, but I feel like when we're in that relationship, love's make, love makes us do stupid ass shit. Yeah. When you're in really love, does. you're dumb in love. Like you yeah. pick, I don't know. Like I remember fighting with certain friends over love, like, over my fucked up relationship where they're like, he's fucked up. I'm like, no, he's not. I love him. You mm-hmm. know, like I just, I feel like, you know, my relationship, my ex, like I caught that guy cheating so many times. Like I literally caught that guy cheating, like walked in the door, like so many times. And I would sit there and cry instead of trying to fight people. I'm like, why her? Why not me? Like, why can't you just, why can't you love yeah. me? Like, and now I'm like, what a fucking dumb bitch. Who would do that? <laughs> like, who would cry in that moment? The me today would be like, oh, cool. You guys want to fuck? Like, peace the fuck out. I'm not looking back. But the person that sent us the email wasn't only going through that heartache, but the friend as well. Like, Gosh, that's hard. That would, I honestly have no experience in that department. I honestly it's can't so say, common right now. You know? It's so common right now. Like, the girl code, like, does nobody... No, just like sex code, like that. Fuck it, it. No, our society right now is not. You could find love anywhere. And I don't even want to say love. You could find a piece of ass anywhere. All these dating sites. You could go on TikTok. You could go on Instagram for the moment, hook up, do whatever. I think that's why people are stuck in the yep stupid relationships they're in because yep. of how yep. bad everything else is. Yep. And it's so easy for a man. You just go fucking scroll around on and women like. like I don't even feel like it's a thing. Like if you say I'm married, okay, sh- I'll be the secret. Like I don't fucking care being the secret. It, it's, it's dumb. It's, it's dumb. really dumb. I don't know how it would be if I was single right now trying to find love because it's like finding a needle in a haystack. But I feel like now thinking back when I was single and dating, I feel like it's the situation's always been fucked up. It, the relationship situation has always been fucked up. It's just now with social media being as big and as, you know, common, you just see it more now. Like, for example, back when I was seeing when I was dating, there was this guy that wanted my number 
um, we met on the basketball court and I was like, okay, you know, love and basketball type of movie. And love we and exchanged, basketball. <laughs> <laughs> we exchanged digits. We started talking. I think we didn't really go on like a formal date or anything because I was, I didn't want to give him time of day, but he said he had a kid that his baby mama was in Dallas and he was out here, you know, for work. His baby mama was actually his wife. And the way I found out was because on Facebook, you know how you have like the people you may know. Oh, yeah. His wife and me had mutual friends. She popped up in people I may know. And her profile picture was a picture of her and him. Oh, hell. And then so obviously me being the detective I am, I was going through and sure enough, they were still (laughs) happily married. Well, in their in her eyes, they were happily married. Meanwhile, he was trying to get in my pants. And so I remember screenshotting it sending it to him and say like hey is this your wife oh my god you're not gonna believe (laughs) i need to hear this one what is it (laughs) like this is gonna be the first that you hear this excuse he he blamed it on isis you know the terrorist group yes yes like he said it was a fake account or what yeah he said oh that's isis doing a fake account i'm like "Mm." Oh and they just happen to Photoshop a picture with you and someone. And they're like, yeah, because they're trying to add like my friends. And like, he ended up calling me after that to explain it. Right. After I was like, whatever. And then he was just like, yeah, it's because it's ISIS, like blah, blah, blah. And this and that. And I was just like, because well, he was someone in the army. So he was like, yeah, it's because since I'm so like up there in the army, ISIS is making these fake accounts to try to get information from my friends and family. Oh, gosh. And I was like, um, you're fucking with the wrong girl because I'm not that stupid. I'm stupid, but not that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Um, yeah, no más tengo cara de pendeja. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> so, and I still have that screenshot to this day of that text conversation because a week later, his profile comes up and his profile picture w- was of him and the same girl happily oh, married no. so i screenshotted it sent it to his number and said isis is at it again you better watch oh. it. <laughs> he read it and never responded but i'm just like bro there you could have at least said like that it. that's, that's my it. sister or you know that's my ex who's not over me i would have gave him the benefit of the doubt then but isis like dude, no the fuck people are i don't know dude and that was back then i can imagine now how people i mean i feel like going back to the email like i i feel like there's so much good to look like at the outcome the final outcome of that but i feel like a lot of people at the same time can relate because i know that at some point in everybody's lives there's been cheating whether it was growing up as a kid high school your relationship now your past like everybody has some sort of okay 99.9 percent because there might be some people that are like fuck no i've never been cheated on but like there's that you know like where we all could relate with each other it it was just a lot easier to hide it back then yeah it was so much easier to hide it back then like our ratchet times were easier to hide it back then too because we didn't have no fucking cell phone and social where it's like an upload when you're out like no it was those digital cameras then you could just think when you're sober enough be like okay i'm not gonna post that i'm not gonna Well, they have apps like Snapchat where like do whatever and delete. Exactly. Snapchat was actually started as a dating app too, to send explicit pictures. Yeah, I can imagine and I could see that for sure. Yeah, that's how it started off. And then it just went into just a different social media people could be on. I guess it... It's not right though. (laughs) That's where it goes. Okay, so do you want to read the 
the email that you sent me today. Okay. While I'm doing that, I'm going to send you the screenshots of that one guy that sent ISIS. Because mm-hmm. he claimed he didn't have any social media. So I had to give him my number and not my Facebook for him to message me (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny dude (laughs) i can't yeah i have like the worst dating stories i swear okay so with the topic of that email that we received i was like how many people are really going through this kind of shit so me being me i did like my little investigation stuff and i went on reddit where fucking people post anonymously about everything and fucking like you see the weirdest stories on there but then you're so intrigued and it's just like yeah So I went on there to people asking for relationship advice and kind of picked out two that I wanted to like, kind of like, I I feel like everybody would have different responses to them. So the first one is basically that they've been married for three years together for a total of five. So I feel like at that stage, they're still kind of new. Five years? I think so. Girl. I mean, kind of, but you should know by that point. Well, I know at this, like in today's world, that's like fucking... Yeah, being together a lifetime. <laughs> That's true. So, like, leading up to her birthday, she had multiple discussions with him about how she'd love for her day to go for her birthday, how she'd love presents with a nice card and blah, 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 and all this, right? So, he gets her gifts, but it's not what she expected. It was some random ass shit. Like, and when she thought about it more, it was just shit that, like, he basically bought her stuff that she, he likes, not that she likes. The presents included a beer making kit, tickets to a musical, and she put she hates musicals, voucher to spend at the gym where um, store, and she doesn't even go to the gym. So she asked him, like, what's what's the point of these gifts? Because obviously it's not her. And they've been together for five years, so he should have known this by now, right? He eventually explained that they were all prizes he had won. <laughs> Hence why they were all stuff that he liked because they were based off of his activity on this app that he won them on. So that motherfucker didn't even want to go spend a dime on her? Pretty much no. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. She stormed out because she couldn't believe it. She drove to her mom's house. She was full of anger. And she was just like, she was like all her feelings at the, on that day with those gifts and his explanation just like disappeared. So she ended up shooting him a text like she wants a divorce at this point, right? Because she deserves better. He's over here saying she's overreacting, that he like, let's just talk it out. Like, come on, we can work through it type of thing. So people are chiming in like, yes, girl, do it. Cut ties, divorce him. And other ones like, well, talk it out and stuff like that. Like the way these people are just going like there's she's here for advice and she's not getting it because people are 50 50 (laughs) right right so what would your take be if like let's say your husband gave you gifts and you're like what the fuck this isn't even me like (laughs) okay so my advice would be to do what your heart wants because if your heart wants i mean obviously if your heart doesn't is no longer in this there's no point in talking anything out because you're already emotionally disconnected like is there more to the reason why that you want a separation is it like do you not get maybe you don't get the attention that you need in addition to that so that small little thing is something that you're blowing up into something bigger so I feel like I wouldn't tell you what to do I would my advice would just be like follow your heart what does your fucking heart tell you like where is your heart leading you and in what direction me personally I 
wasn't always like a person who loved gifts because my ex wasn't like that. Like, obviously, it was very abusive. But my husband, I shit you not, like, if I'm sick, roses. If I'm having a bad day, roses in a car. Like, every holiday, I get a card, no matter what. Birthdays, Mm -hmm. Valentine's, Christmas. Like, I don't even ask for shit. But I feel like at the same time, if I got something that I didn't really like, I would kind of be like, are you getting this because you're taking me on a vacation? Are you getting this <laughs> because you need me to lose weight? Like, do you want me to go to the gym with you? So you're getting me gym shit. Like, what's the reason behind it? Um, but I don't honestly feel, I feel like if you're in love with somebody, if you really truly love somebody, like what they buy you and what they give you doesn't does matter. Not, exactly. It does. Yes. Because it's, yes, I get the whole, it's the thought that counts, but how... I feel like this wasn't about the gifts at this point. Right. I feel like her gifts was basically her limit where she just yeah. burst, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So in his mind, he's like, my bad, the gifts, you know? Right. But in right. her mind, it's like, bro, it's not just the gifts. It's this, 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 that. If she's to the point where she talks to Boris after receiving some lame ass gifts, then I don't think she's communicating why she wants to leave him. Because at that point, it's probably something else that's been building up, you know? Right. They say marriage is hard. It's very hard. Especially the first. I'm a dysfunctional marriage. Five years. I'm a very dysfunctional marriage. Like for reals. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're both Geminis. And we're either like, I'm either the bad Gemini and he's the good Gemini. Or he's the good Gemini and I'm the bad Gemini. So we're never both equally good and equally bad. Like we could be cruising down the the highway, PCH in a convertible car. Like, baby, I'm going to take you. Nicest hotel, beach, waterfront. And I'm like, oh, you fucking get on my nerves. Like, I'll go with you, but you fucking get on my nerves. And we're always just opposite, but it works. Like, I think at the end of the day, like looking back at this topic or this question or this, I value my relationship and my husband more than like the gifts. Like, there's more to it. So I feel like all these people that are commenting, cool. But if you look at the big picture, you can't base your relationship off of what you're giving and what you're getting. Because I don't give my husband shit. Other than I give him a fucking hard time. <laughs> like literal hard time. <laughs> yeah. Like literally a fucking hard time. Like I am not kidding you. I am very hard to deal with. But because. I didn't mean that. I meant something else being hard. But okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've been hey, you want to go there? Me too long. <laughs> you want to go there? Okay. Well, that that jo- there. joke just flew right <laughs> over you. <laughs> And you're just like, yes, very, very hard. And I'm like, I'm sure. (laughs) That's so hilarious. I tease and I always say, well, I'm an expert now because he, my husband now has no kids and I have five. So like, what do you mean? He has no kids. He has no kids because we don't have kids together. Oh, and he has no kids. Okay. So it's just all my five kids are all his five kids yeah (laughs) so i always tell him like damn you met a pro like i'm a pro at what i do dude i have five kids like let me teach you some things (laughs) even though he's like nine years older than me so he's like no girl i'm gonna teach you (laughs) (laughs) and lessons were learned ladies and gentlemen (laughs) yes they were (laughs) i guess this is all about like also setting boundaries too oh yeah for sure what boundaries you set how are are you going to allow them to like break it a little bit and then like, okay, let's work on it and then keep those boundaries and try to make it work. Like, what is that point where you tell them 
okay, no, you cross the line way too many times. But then people that let them cross the line too many times are like, well, I've done it this long. Might as well just stay. Right. <laughs> it could go a lot of ways. Yeah. I think it's the core of who you are as a woman to figure it out. And I think like, you know, when you do readings and stuff all the time, like when you pull cards and spirits, like stop asking for answers outside, ask yourself. Like, I think it's one of those things where like we have to get to a point in life where it's cool to vent, but ultimately decisions when it comes to love comes down to you because everybody has a story. Everybody has a past. Everybody has a history. Things that trigger me might not trigger you and things that trigger you Mm -hmm. might not trigger me. So your advice to me is going to be based off of your triggers off of what has happened to you in your life with relationships and love. Like my advice would be based off of what has happened to me. And so I just feel like unless you've gone through it and you've walked that walk, you can't really give advice. You could be an ear, but really it comes down to that person that's going through whatever, you know, Love yourself enough to know that I'm going to make the best decision because ultimately that'd be like me and you, you know, like if I was in a situation with my husband, like I could ask you for your advice to get a different perspective and think about it. But at the end of the day, like I'm going to be the one going through the separation. I'm going to be the one going through the hurt, not you. So it's easy for me to be like, girl, he's doing you fucked up. Like get the fuck on. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but then there's still good. I don't know. You know, so I just feel like you have to look at situations as a whole instead of like one little problem and that situation that we just talked about or this topic that we just talked about I think is very fucked up and I don't think it's right I think there's more to the story but it's just not being put out there on social media exactly exactly only this end part of it of her final straw is basically yeah and maybe I don't know maybe it's just event maybe heat in the moment you know like you're fucking mad and Mm -hmm. you're like i just i'm you know because to go on social media or like on the internet like that like reddit where everybody could read your shit like that's ballsy yeah it is that reminds me of something i read somewhere where it was like the issue women have is they think he'll change yep and he never will and the issue men have is thinking she'll never leave and she end up like she'll end up leaving like So we're stuck in this like broken ass cycle that's fucked up. Moving on to the second kind of topic of debate, I guess you could say, that caught my eye on Reddit was now these, this couple is like puppy love, young in love because they're late teenagers. And I'm talking like 18, 19 years old. And they've only been dating for eight months. But his issue is that things have been good. She's never done anything to make him not trust her or anything like that. But she's following all these random guys on Instagram and it's bothering him. He also mentions like they've started being kind of distant from each other. And so because they've been distant it prompted him to want to look at her Instagram. And she recently followed like four guys and she even liked the pictures of like those guys. So he feels like it's very suspicious at this point, but he doesn't want to make it look like he's like super obsessive or controlling See, that's one of those things that I just said, like, like to me, okay, me and my relationship right now with my husband, like, like we have that trust for each other and that respect for each other. So I could go follow a freaking ass naked guy. It's not a big deal. He could go follow ass naked girls. No problem. Like our relationship is so open when it comes to like, I'm not like, don't look at that girl because she's pretty. Don't fucking look at her because she's naked. It's one thing like. I feel like we're both on the same page where we're just like, I know my limits and you know your limits. Yeah. Um, You could have social media all you fucking want and talk to whoever the fuck you want if you know your limits. 
you know, like if you're following guys with an intention, if you're following guys with like, maybe you're cute and maybe like we could talk like then it'd be different. But if you're just following somebody because they're cute, cool, you know, like, I mm-hmm. mean, like, I feel like, you know, not that I'm like this big name, but on social media, there's a lot of people that follow me, males, yeah. females, and I'm constantly getting these hit up you know, like what's up. It's up to me to jump on those comments. It's up to me to jump on those conversations with these dudes that hit me up. But in this situation, I just feel like if she's not giving you a reason, you don't really have a leg to stand on. It's your baggage from your past. Maybe you were cheated on before that you're carrying on. So the fear is there. Yes. But if she's giving you a reason, um, yeah, you're distant. Maybe she's bored. Maybe like if you're feeling the disconnect, are you feeling it because you're feeding into like she's talking to other guys or she's, you know, I think that's a like honest, sincere, like, let's talk about this. This is how I feel and see her reaction. Yeah. And this is also why I, I made a mention to their age as well, because they're 18, 19 years old. They don't know nothing about real relationships and real issues you know a lot of people were there like saying like your age says it all buddy like (laughs) like what would you what is your intake on that my thing is okay like do you have guys do you follow guys on social media like what's your relation like does your man get mad like so he doesn't have instagram he only has facebook he knows i have instagram but my instagram like my personal account is private the intuitive rocks one isn't private but I mean, it's normally posting like the spiritual shit and like the podcast stuff, mm-hmm. you know, I see it more like work than like, right. oh, you know, socializing type. Yeah, of Yeah, but it's still there. Like you could still hook up with guys or DM guys if you really wanted to. That would be your outlet. If you were that type of person, that's your outlet. You know what I mean? Like, yes, girl that would cheat would be like, that's just for work. But really, mm-hmm. if you fucking go through the messages and you're a cheater, you're like, hmm. It's all being done through this. So like, do you, does that fear or jealousy occur to you guys? Like either one of you because of your past when it comes to social media? You know what? Okay. So not with the relationship I'm in now, because he's the type to like fucking if we're out or even if we're together and he like, he'll leave his phone on the table and then like facing up, you know, that's how, you know, like they ain't got shit to hide. (laughs) And like, I know his passcode. I don't feel the need to use it. He knows my passcode. He never need, feels the need to use it either. Like, we're not on each other like that. Yeah, me neither. Because Isn't at that, that point, so good? it does. Because at that point, if you're going to be like that, then why be in a relationship? Exactly. Exactly. I love think, it. Yes. Because it's a whole weight off your shoulder. Because let me tell you, if you're trying to find something wrong, you're going to find it. Not only that, if you're going to try to find something wrong, that's a full ass like fucking second job for you. Yep constantly worrying, constantly checking everything. Yeah. So one of my past relationships, not the abusive one, but one of my past relationships, he had his own life where he'd go out and stuff and I'd stay home doing homework, going to school and stuff. I mean, and working and I had the kids. So there was one time where he told me he was going to go out with the guys. And I said, yeah, I have a shot for me, you know, whatever. Like I was like, go to the bar. I don't care. Go down. Right. Like, well, come to find out at the, I had a final the following day. And that's why I decided like, I'm cause one of my best friends was like, Hey, come out with me and my husband. We're going to go check out this live band at this bar. And I was like, no, I can't. I really got to study. I got this final tomorrow. And that's why I stayed in. If not, I would have went out with my friend. I get a text from my friend saying, um, so guess who I just bumped into? And she had bumped into the guy I was dating. Oh, and he was with the girl. 
Oh. And I get a text from him saying, hey, so I'm not with the guys. I'm with my friend, so-and-so. She was having issues. So I him talk to her. I go, okay, have fun. And that was all I told. I said. And he was like, that's it? And I go, yeah. Like, why am I going to, like, bother myself? I got a final to study for. Like, go do you. I don't I don't. Yeah, care. literally. He left that bar, went across the street, bumps into my boss. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's a had, small town. That fool had karma back to back. Like, let me tell you. <laughs> karma is real. I, heard, I, I talked to a guy this weekend that was like, karma is not real. I don't believe in that. I'm like, oh, uh, just wait. Wait till it nips you okay. in your ass. The following day when all was said and dandy, he was like, yeah, she was going through some issues and stuff. And I go, what made you feel like you couldn't just be honest with me? Like, did you think I'd be like, no, you can't have friends that are females. Like you see that I go to the basketball court, like every fucking other day to play basketball with guys and you're okay with that. Why would I not be okay with you having a female friend? I want to know from our, from our listeners, (laughs) let's, I want this to be a topic for us. How do you guys feel about your partners having the opposite sex? Yes. As friends. Or how do you feel about your partners with social media? Like, what are your limits, boundaries? This is my take. My boyfriend could have female friends that were already established before I came in the picture. If he's still trying to make female friends after me and him are together, there's an issue somewhere, a disconnect somewhere that he feels like he needs to have an outlet to another female. Does that make sense? Yeah, I never thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) I make so many friends. I'm not that friendly, to be honest. I have you all fooled. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Literally, huh? Like, I, I really make a lot. I don't even want to say friends, acquaintances. I've made so many acquaintances in just doing what I do for work, whether people think I'm pretty, whether, and like my husband sometimes, because I'll be like, oh my God, this guy, like, you know, I've kind of told you. So, this random guy on TikTok mm-hmm. who's spiritual, like, reached out to me and he started just messaging me like spiritual shit. Like, after readings, he'd be like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't feed into it. I'm just like, oh, cool. Like, nothing um but the shit that he was saying became real like things that he would predict that he'd message me became real but i i honestly feel like we're just past that level like yeah i I don't know how to explain it like we're just not on that level so like you could go make friends but we're you're gonna introduce me and it's not gonna be secretive phone call friends type of thing but he doesn't really go anywhere to make friends like that like enough to get phone numbers and exchange and i guess uh, it sounds like like a double standard because you have this social media platform where you're constantly getting these new acquaintances and he doesn't have that outlet. So it does, I could see where someone from the outside looking in could be like, well, that's fucking, you're being hypocritical when it really isn't. It's just that this social media account is really like your job. And if he had a female customer, I'm sure you're not going to tell him, uh, you better not look at her. Like, (laughs) you know, so there's that. I feel like it needs to be clear that there's that understanding between you guys. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just feel like we're just, we're not that. Like, we're not that, like, insecurity, that fear, that, like, let me fucking talk shit because you met a girl or something. Like, I mean, if he met a girl and got her number as a, like, a friend, like, you're at a bar, you're just like, oh, I just met this girl and she wants to hang out, like, and meet you. Like, that'd be kind of weird. But if you're like, I met this girl, like, you know, sometimes he'll be like, I was talking, I met a girl today. I did a job for somebody and I was telling her about you. Um. I gave her your number, your Instagram. I'm like, oh, cool. Things like that. But I feel like- it's networking at that point. Yeah. It's not really him trying to make a separate connection with that person. Right. And I don't think he's, honestly, I mean, not because he's my husband, but I don't, I think we're just too grown for that. Like he's, he's already Mm -hmm. 49 years old. 
Like he don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. And I think, you know, we're just at a point where we met older in our lives. So we got all that partying and being a hoe. And yeah, that's also I got out of me. He got it out of him. Of and this is his first time being married. So he values that. So I feel like that's we're cute. just on that level of like, he's, he, and he always, you know, to me, I'm like, when we, before we even got married, I was like, marriage don't mean shit. It's a paper. I could fucking go cheat on you. I could do whatever the fuck I want. Cause it doesn't mean shit. Like it's a fucking paper. Like if I want to be purposes. with you, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I want to be with you, cool. Like if I want to cheat on you, cool. So like, but in his mind, because of the way he was brought up, he's like, no, you fucking marriage. That's it. Like far better that's or worse. Great. Like you fucking make it work. So, but I'm glad that we met at older ages because we enjoy each other. And I just, don't, I don't have to worry about that shit. I really yeah. don't. I don't, I feel like you're the same way. Like you're not in that type of relationship. Like we don't have to worry. Like I, I mean, this fool just went to a strip club like last week and he, it, it was, he didn't, it's not like, Hey, do you mind if I go to a strip club with my friends? If you asked me, I'd be like, you're a fucking weirdo. Why are you asking me? Get the fuck out of here. No. <laughs> like, we don't ask. And it's funny because I have a, a really good friend who's going through a divorce where when she met me, like, I, I say cater. That might be the wrong word, but she catered to her husband. Like, so anything I did, she's like, well, ask your husband. Wait, ask. Like, hold on. Make sure he has dinner before we go have dinner. And I'm like, the fuck, girl? No, he fucking is a grown man. He can make his own dinner. Like, <laughs> I'm going to dinner with you. He needs to figure his life. And she's always making sure that before we leave, like, are you good? Is your husband good? Like, does he need something? Like, do you have to ask? Like, because that was her relationship where I have, yeah. I'm teaching her, like, not everybody's like that. Like, no. we're good. We're, we're good. Yeah. Now that you're, you're talking about it, it's funny because I would be like, Hey, can I go have brunch with the girls? And he's like, why are you asking me? Just tell me, Hey, yeah, I'm go just go. like, I'm yeah. like, Hey, this is my plan for the day. Bye. Exactly. <laughs> and that way he knows where I'm at and he doesn't yeah. have to worry about me or he doesn't have to come home and be like, where the fuck is she? And start getting yeah. worried. Cause I never leave the house. Cause I'm a fucking hermit. You know? <laughs> yeah, me too. So like he, it's crazy because it's little things like that, that, a lot of people take for granted because yep. they've never been in a controlling or abusive or toxic relationship. Like the first time outside of my abusive marriage that my phone died, I was in such a panic to try to get it to charge. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I'm gonna miss something. But then I thought to myself, like, why am I so worried? Like I'm with my kids, you know, I'm, I'm okay. Like I could just leave my phone aside, let it charge, not have to be constantly on it waiting for, his texts and me right. and be sure to respond in a timely manner or whatever. Right. And it takes a lot to break out of that cycle. And I still feel like I'm still doing it because there's still times where I'm like, Hey, are you okay? Cause we're still, you know, here eating, like taking three hours at fucking brunch, you know? And he's like, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, I've been single and fed myself for so long. Like, what the fuck? yeah, exactly. It's That's just it's, kind of how it is now. Yeah. And not having to worry about like, it's like that feeling of looking behind your shoulder all the fucking time oh, waiting yeah. for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. Like, and he's been so patient with me because of how I thought I was healed when we met, but I really wasn't, if that makes sense. Yeah, because you, I feel like you don't truly know until you're put in those situations, right? We could all look at like, like I get that all the time where I, you know, I'm pulling cards for somebody and they're like, oh, but I worked on this. Oh, but I'm good. But, and then it's like, wait, hold on. No, because I bet you if this happened, you'd be triggered. That tells me that you're not fully ready, mm -hmm. you know? And I don't think we know until we are put in those situations or predicaments. For sure. But 
it is a good feeling when you find that someone that you could honestly trust and know that they're going to be loyal to you and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're down. out there. There are some good ones. You know, yes. um, who sings that song? <laughs> Gabby Barnett. One of the good ones. I think it's Gabby Barnett. It's one of the good ones. There are good ones out there. It It's like finding one. It's like a needle in a haystack right now. Pretty you much. Um, but it's the same with women because women are starting to learn to adapt to like meeting different people, hanging out with different people, doing different things with different people. So I feel like it's it goes for both sides, women and male and female. Yes. I will say this, and I don't know if we want to close off on this. If you start dating someone and then into the relationship, you want them to change. It's not. No, that's not some way to approach it, because the way I see it is like, you fell for this person with because of the way they were. If you're trying to make them change because you don't want them to have like the opposite sex friends or nothing like that, or you don't want them going out and stuff like that, that's going to be a struggle bus to be on. Yeah, for sure. Like at that point, you're making them not be genuine to their authentic self. And if you change for them, you're therefore like failing yourself because you're not being your genuine self to yourself at that point either. So when it comes to a relationship, yeah, there could be compromises, sacrifices and changes being made. But as long as it's you willingly doing it and you know it's not holding you back, but yet pushing you forward and leveling you up together, then that's when it's okay to do that. But when you're asking them like, hey, um, can you not follow that person? Like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you knew what you were getting yourself into, homie. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. That was good. That was a good way to end it. Again, if you guys, I want your input on relationships, what you think, how you feel, if you agree, if you don't agree, if you've had some sort of like situations or situate, I don't know, what do they call it now? Situationship type of thing. Message us, let us yeah. know. Cause I want your input on you know, relationship and love. And if there's a question that you have for us or a topic that you guys want us to talk about, shoot us a message. Or if there's someone you want us to bring on the show, send them over our way. Yep. We're down. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are ending this with good vibes, positive vibes. We are sending you love and light and we are out this B-I-T-C-H. Bye. Good vibes. Stick the Inside the mind of psychic mamas, good vibes, thick dots. Inside the mind of psychic mamas, psychic mamas, your favorite psychic mama.